Non-stop shock radio. The station that shocks you. Renegade Talk Radio. The internet's home for Motown, soul, and great rock and roll. Skypilotradio.com. Welcome back. Wow. Yeah. As you can tell, I've been just a little bit busy. Excuse me. back hit him you know how i do you know where you at you know you're listening to eg the urban scholar renegade talk las vegas it's not enough to really say i didn't really already said enough linda music mike my wonderful staff Let's just ease on to it. Let's ease on into it. Come on. Man, I loved it. Where'd you find that in London? Wow. Well, well, well. Again, thank you for listening. My name is E.G. the Urban Scholar. You are listening to Renegade Talk Las Vegas. We don't sugarcoat anything. <sighs> E.G. E.G. What type of rhetoric are you going to give us today? Honestly, Renegade Nation, I don't even know. <laughs> it's so much to talk about. But then again, is it really? Do you just want to hear the same boring old shit? Come on, we don't want to hear that. (laughs) We don't want it. (sighs) Again, my name is E.G. the Urban Scholar. Renegade Talk Las Vegas. Just don't listen to me. Listen to Renegade Richie, Lady L, Patty Cakes, and a list of many, many more. You can also catch me at skypilotradio.com slash the heat. You know how I do it. Legendary open forums. I said legendary. I said it. Just go back and listen to some of my past shows, man. I've been doing this for a while. Monumental, timeless, timeless shows. Don't get me wrong, the news does change, but my shows, timeless. Check us out, Linda. Always a strong introduction. Thank you so much, Linda. Again, thank you to my staff, Linda, Music Mike. Been holding me down for many years. Well, 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 EG, we've been waiting. You've been making this way all this time. And so we see that you're finally, finally here. Again, I appreciate the listenership. I appreciate everybody for listening. Yes, yes, yes. Well, well, well. <laughs> at the edge of our seats waiting to see what are you going to talk about EG man so much so much you know what actually I was going to go and do the usual open forums because I just love getting my own opinion out and making you think about 
things in a certain light or in a certain way that you probably wouldn't have. But unfortunately, we have certain guidelines with my shows that we must go about and make sure that we get it all out there. So I guess as I'm seeing, we're going to take that move and talk about some major headlines for just this half, which we all know I like it sometimes, but I don't. But this was a quite interesting, very interesting subject, which leads me to say, hmm, they can't even play, but they're still going to be in the headlines. Hmm. And again, we're talking about the NBA. Good old NBA. Well, well, well. <laughs> I read this story and I just couldn't stop laughing. Oh, well, let's just get right into it. The NBA has acquired a snitch hotline, and as of now, it is being overworked with multiple and multiple reports. The NBA's move to install a snitch hotline sent a social media frenzy, and also it is reportedly being worked over. An anonymous hotline was set up for players to report their peers who they suspect may be breaking the rules inside of the bubble in Florida's Disney World. Hmm, what are you talking about? Well, let me go in. Several incidents have already raised eyebrows against the board with Sacramento Kings Ford Recon Homes being forced to isolate for 10 days after leaving the bubble to pick up a food delivery. Houston Rockets for Bruno Caboloco, excuse me if I mess up these names. I'm gonna be honest, I'm not really a big fan of the NBA really anymore. All my great heroes that came from the NBA are unfortunately retired or have passed on. Again, rest in peace, Kobe. We still and will never forget. Well, they have also broken the NBA's safety protocols. When he left his room during the initial quarantine period, after arriving at the bubble. Holmes came after an Instagram model, Anamaya, allegedly she had already received an invite to Orlando from an unnamed player. But in a report from the athlete Shams, the hotline had a multiple tip submitted in relation to a potential protocol violations. Hmm. So are you telling me that somehow he violated some protocols? Hmm. Well, you see, some players have received warnings and violations, but still go on to break these protocols. So the snitch hotline was set up for people to call and tell on their peers, which we all know how this sportsmanship goes. Your players are your players. Your brothers are your brothers. Are you really going to tell on your teammate? Now you're going to have the whole team looking at you like, what the hell? So here's the corporate, huh? Here's the snitch. <laughs> well, the NBA season is set to get back underway at the end of July. I can't wait. <sighs> Who am I lying to? I don't really give a fuck. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest now. I'm sorry, but with so much other things going on, I really don't have time to even really get into sports. Especially with me knowing really what I know, what you're really watching. You see, on a side note here, 
I know a lot of people might not believe it or, oh, no, he's lying. No, no, no. Just watch throughout the years. Throughout the years. See, first of all, you got to understand that at once upon a time, way back in the day, sports was real. It was. Real injuries, real deaths, it was real. But as we see now, this paid sports entertainment that we are watching, that's what I call it. They're being paid heavily to go out there and have fun based on the simple fact of we already know who's going to win. So you can sit up here and say that, no, they're not faking it. They go out there and play. They really play. They bust their ass. Yes, these injuries are real. But sitting somewhere way beyond your pay scale and mine's, they already know. So let's just keep that in mind. So that's what's really going on as of right now. And this so-called snitch hotline, I don't even know why they would even bring that to the forefront. Oh, man. <laughs> and as we see, we watch on the Bleacher Report. <laughs> oh, man. I'm telling you, I guess they were saying little things like, don't fly to L.A. to work out. And <laughs> uh, don't get the Postmates because of this vicious COVID. <sighs> man, I tell you, man, <laughs> I can't make this up. Yeah, I'm getting a wave. I know. I just don't. <laughs> and does anybody really care? Like, Music Mike, did you really have to open that up with that? <laughs> oh, man. I bet you those ratings are going to go up because everybody's been at home. But unfortunately, on my end, I still don't care. <laughs> oh, man. With that being said, my name is EG, the Urban Scholar, and you're listening to Renegade Talk Las Vegas. Oh, man. I'll be back. Let's go, Linda. Blunt. Do you like to be blunt? on sugarcoat shit. Listen Listen Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 12 noon Pacific Standard Time. You'll hear things you've never heard before. Renegade Talk Radio. The greatest hits of the 60s and 70s. Skypilotradio.com Welcome back. Welcome back, Renegade Nation. Again, I'm your host, E.G. the Urban Scholar. And I'm back as usual. Where are we going now, Music Mike? I'm quite interested to see more sports talk. (laughs) Oh, man. Well, well, well. 
come down here today, and as we see, I don't like what's going on here for a second. I'm gonna go to my next topic in just in a few, but you know, I gotta just still keep my opinion flowing. I gotta keep it going, you know? And I had a real big problem with what has been going on for the past two months. These protests, it's either Joe Biden or Trump. I don't want neither one of them. Throw them away. Throw both of them away. Let's be honest here. Do you really want? I'm just saying, ask the American people. So you got one is going with socialism. You got the other one is going with capitalism. Which one do you really want? Do you really want to live like this? Or do you really want to live like that? Let's be honest here. When it comes to my generation and my age group of people, we are ready for something different. We are ready for that change. This old way is old and it's, don't get me wrong, it has got us this far, but let's be honest here. Aren't you tired? And by saying that, I mean tired of the police brutality, tired of watching certain ethnic groups of people get humiliated, disgraced, right in front of your eyes, right on TV, every day, every single day. And so you ask me, why would you want that type of living, that type of social living? Because it's time for a change somewhere. You, you know it, you see it. You can fight against it just because of something so new to you it kind of scares you. You don't know how it might go. But let's be honest here, we need this. We need change for something. Hell, those people that have kids, that have kids on top of kids, they need a change. Let's be honest here, the education system is fucked up. It's, it's gone. It's completely has failed us at this point. I met a person the other day, he's what, 15 years old? He couldn't even read. How did he make it through this far in school? Do I blame the parents? Do I blame the teachers? Man, turn that shit up. And again, you ask me if I'm wrong for talking about this like the way I talk about it? Is that too much, Linda, for a second? Music mic. You know you gotta get it out sometimes. Oh, man. I don't even know what we're gonna read now. I just... <laughs> it's just starting to kill me, man, with this, you know, when I say, yeah, let's try socialism. Everybody, what, you crazy? No, 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 no. If practice right, and if going about the right way, this will work. We might not have the right person that's talking about it, but if the right procedures and the right policies are implemented into this decision to change, I say, why not? I mean, let's face it, you, you all have got so much to say about Trump, 
but you still don't want Biden. You can't have Obama. That's already passed us, right? So what now? Right, you're sitting there thinking like, damn, he does have kind of a point. He does have a point. I mean, you gotta think, this is really a whole new generation. In another 10 years, meaning us, meaning my generation, are now, if not already, <laughs> let me make that correct, if not already, will be the grandparents and the grandfathers and the quote unquote forefathers of this new generation of things that will be put in place. Unfortunately, a lot of you will not get a chance to see this and see this happen. But if done correctly, it can be put together very well and implemented. Yes, it will change things. There's nothing to really be scared and fear for. You rather fear for this change or you rather sit back in your homes. Meanwhile, as you click that button on that TV and you see the destruction and what they're really doing to certain groups of people. And I'm saying it, I'm saying it, I'm getting it all out there. So we can sit here and talk about racism and sadism and all this crazy bullshit. No, no, no. That's not what it really is. When you say words like racism, to me that's a cover up when you try to blanket certain things because you just don't want to know the truth about really what's going on as we watch it. They have always tried to change and control a certain group of people. We all know that. Meanwhile, that same group of people that they tried to change and control, they emulate and imitate everything that they do. Pure as day. Carbon copy it. Steal and take. You ask where am I going with this? I'm just getting my political protests, I guess, out. Because I wasn't, I didn't go protest. I'm gonna be honest. Because as I was saying, I was wondering how long this is gonna last. I kept on looking at my watch. Hmm, okay, day one, hmm, day two, day three, hmm, what, two, two weeks, a month? Okay, month and a half, okay, I see the numbers starting to drop, just like I thought. So do you see what I'm saying? Do you see where I'm coming from? I haven't even touched certain situations yet. I have, hell, I haven't even got to the actual topic that I'm supposed to read on this segment. I felt as though this really had to get out. It had to be done like that. Do you really feel like that you're treated fairly? And when I say that, I mean, do you really feel like that you're treated fairly with the news that you actually are being given and receiving? You know what, Music Mike? I'm gonna have to get into some stuff. This topic I was gonna read, I might read it, I might, hell, shit, I just throw it out there. Well, I was supposed to read 72 NFL players have tested positive for COVID-19. More COVID news, something that's going to probably take us out at the end of the day. We already kind of know that. We already have kind of got ready for that. 
72 NFL players have tested positive for COVID. So you know what that means, right? No football. <laughs> We're going to have to watch that NBA, which... <laughs> have I said enough already? They're saying at least 72 NFL players have been tested positive for COVID since July 10th. 2.5% of the NFL players. And also the association did not confirm which players have been tested positive. Of course, because they don't want to be scrutinized by the damn media. Let's be honest here. that There's going to be no football for a while. Hell, I'm surprised they even let the NBA come back. But just like I said, when you lose too much money, just remember, you do lose too much money, you got to bring them back. Hell, if nobody gets sick and you bring them back, we did good. If they do, uh, one or two, three out of 100, it's not that bad, right? <laughs> so again, do you see where EG is going? We found all these people tested positive in the NFL, but this NBA, hmm, it's a particular group of people that are in the NBA that are not like that in the NFL. Hmm, hmm. Whoa. Am I doing something? Am I talking about too much here? We want to do that now, right? You see what all happened to Nick Cannon? Hmm. Hmm. Wow. Oh, man. Chilling. Boy, did he say the wrong thing. <laughs> Meanwhile, in other news, Confederate flag banners are being flown over Speedway before the NASCAR race. Hmm, what? Are you telling me that they had the audacity to fly some Confederate flags over good old Talladega? What? Is that serious? This is preposterous. <laughs> Again, it does not matter. That's what I'm saying here. That's the point I'm trying to make. You can go preach. You can go protest. You can stand inside of the White House, outside. You can, hell, go to the Oval Office and protest there, even though you won't make it in, of course, but you know what I mean. Would it still matter what we do and say? That's what I mean when I really want to see a change. It's not just bad cops. It's only a few. All cops are not bad. Man. I'm going to be honest here. I know for factual information, majority cops are scared. I mean, it's a lot to deal with. Let's just be brutally and blatantly honest here. Strange environment if you're not from there. So you automatically feel threatened. And also, when regular citizens see the police, we feel threatened now. Should we feel like that? Should we really feel like that? I'm sorry. But every time I see the police, I feel a certain way. I'm not necessarily scared. If anything, I'm scared for my life. Knowing that if that person really wants to, they can take my life and get off scot-free. Blatantly, come on now, let's just be honest here. I know you say, oh no, no, they got, no. Let's be honest. Even if they are charged, and it does by some way, somehow, make it to trial, do you really think that they're gonna get some serious time? Do you really think at the end of the day, they're just gonna, <sighs> they're gonna do? And <laughs> you know why they play the music, right? I think I said too much already. 
Again, my name is EG, the Urban Scholar, and you're listening to Renegade Talk Radio. I was supposed to do this protest show, the other show. We're doing it now. Let's go. Take us there, man. to be blunt absolutely we don't sugarcoat shit listen Listen monday through friday 9 a.m to 12 noon pacific standard time you'll hear things you've never heard before renegade talk radio You're listening to Renegade Talk Las Vegas. I am your host, EG the Urban Scholar, renting and raving. Ah, man. This is why I've been kind of, yeah. (laughs) I don't like what's going on in America right now, just like the rest of the nation. But it seems like nobody has a problem with it. Nobody's really saying anything. And anybody that chooses to say anything, they cancel the fire hmm why is that huh why is every time that somebody speaks the truth they must be silenced I thought that's what life was supposed to be kind of you know being as real as you can and getting that truth out hmm what seems to be the problem America you don't like what you're hearing oh but it's okay to what call Trump a racist it's okay to point the finger Hmm? Well, well, well. You know what? I wasn't going to talk about it, but I, I got to. I just have to. Thank you so much, Linda. I just kind of have to at this point. And where I'm going with this is, okay, let me state this. Let's be 100% clear on where I'm actually going with this. Now, you asked for a better America. You want America to really be great again, as if it ever was. Maybe one point in time, good old, can I say, I think everybody might agree. Some people, "Ah, I don't know, I don't, you probably don't remember what you were doing, but summer of 1996, but that's a whole different conversation. I just had to throw that in there, you know, (laughs) me being me. And so far as my opinion and what I have heard a lot of people say, I was talking about it last year. If you really want to see a change in America, if you really want the justice system to try to work for you, there is only really one thing that must be done. It must be done. This is the only way that we as a society, we as American citizens, we as people in general, I would say the world, but you know, even though a lot of people think that America does kind of run the world, which technically we do, but we don't. I'm gonna be honest here. Everybody kind of necessarily wants to be like us, but then believe it or not, they don't. A lot of people don't like the way that we are being treated over here. 
But then we look at the way that they're being treated over there, and it's like, ah, yeah, I think I'm going to stay over here in America. But don't get it misrepresented for one second. I'm not saying nothing is wrong, but I'm saying something is wrong. Something has to change. And it goes back to what I was just saying. The basis of America, it comes down to something that they don't really want to talk about that much but they know it's there they know but once you talk about this it is like whoa what did he just say that's a lot does he understand the principles and everything that that's based on but yes I do that's why it must be talked about because with this still in effect to a certain extent nothing will ever change do you understand that and that is a fact let's talk about the Constitution. That's what I want to talk about. That good old U.S. Constitution. It's specific articles in certain verbiage, verbiages, I guess. Can I say that? Music mic? <laughs> it doesn't matter at this point. You want to hear it. So I'm going to give it to you. You must change that United States Constitution. You must rewrite it. Hmm. I'm not saying take everything out, but there is key points that must be changed. Let me go about and get to the basis of what I'm talking about. We'll see often misrepresented to mean that African-Americans as individuals are considered three-fifths of a person or that they are three-fifths of a citizen of the U.S. The three-fifths clause is stated in Article 1, Section 2 of the U.S. Constitution of 1787. In fact, declared that for purposes of representation in Congress, enslaved blacks in a state would be counted as three-fifths of the number of white inhabitants of that state. I'm not making this up. You can go pull out the Constitution Go online and listen to what I'm talking about. But let me keep going on. The three-fifths clause was part of a series of compromises by the Constitutional Convention of 1787. The most notable other clauses prohibited slavery in the Northwest Territories and ended in the U.S., participation in the international slave trade in 1807. These compromises reflected Virginia Constitutional Convention Delegate and future U.S. President James Madison, which goes on to say that the states were divided into two different interests, not by their size, but particularly by them having slaves or not having slaves. Hmm, say, okay. See, when the Constitutional Convention Delegate Roger Sherman of Connecticut proposed that congressional representation should be based on the total number of inhabitants of a state. Well, Delegate Charles Pickney of South Carolina agreed saying blacks are to stand on an equality with whites. Well, Pickney's statement 
was diagnosed at the time that he knew most blacks were enslaved. In his state and none, slave or free could vote or were considered equals of white Southern Carolinas. Do you kind of understand that? I just kind of had to break that down. Please excuse me if I'm kind of reading slow. I just really want you to feel what I'm talking about. Here you have one person saying that I think that all blacks should be equal to whites and should be able to vote. On this other side, you have them saying something different. Hmm. What color they are, but should be based on how many numbers of inhabitants that they had in each state. On this other side, they're saying no. So, (laughs) uh, other delegates, including most notable Governor Morris of Pennsylvania, argued that he could not support equal representation because he could never agree to give such encouragement to the slave trade by allowing them, such as Southern southern states, a representation for their Negroes. Mm. So you didn't want (laughs) to... Do you see what I'm going here, Renegade Nation? See, this is the stuff that they don't, that they're not going to talk about on Fox or um, CNN or The View or, you know, whatever source of information that you are currently watching on TV as of right now. They're not going to talk about this. Although the three-fifths compromise and other regarding slavery helped hold this new fragile union of states together, many on both sides of the issues were opposed. By 1793, the slave-holding states had 47 congressional men, but would have only 33. If not for the compromise during the entire period before the Civil War, slave-holding states had disappropriated the influence on the presidency, speakership of the House of Representatives and the U.S. Supreme Court. Because of the compromise by the 1830s, William Garrison of Massachusetts used the clause in their argument that federal government was dominated by slaveholders. Hmm. Well, the three-fifths clause remained in force until the post-Civil War. The 13th Amendment freed all enslaved people in the United States. The 14th Amendment gave them full citizenship. And the 15th Amendment granted black men the right to vote. Well, we have came a long way since then. But I say that to say this. At the end of the day, with you still having this constitution in place that pretty much all you did was add new rules to the book. But with it being still those old way of rules which were created with the mind as a person, do you see where I'm going? That never changed. We just added new rules. And we're just going to say that that three-fifths in the Constitution somewhere, deeply embedded. You really go through it, note for note, which I'm not. But do you kind of understand where I'm going, Renegade Nation? This is not about being racist. This is not about being anything like that because all I see is green. Let's get that correct. But you see where I'm going here. How can you stand 
on something that was not or at the time even meant for you. And when we maybe thought about you, we just made up some new amendments. Do you see what I'm saying here? And anytime you talk about civil war or war, it always comes down to money. Majority of them wars that happened in civil war, they wasn't even over no color. It was never over no color. It was all about the money. The states were going broke. They needed a way to get money. So we all know with war comes money. War can make a, a lot of money, lot and lot of money. White thing, we still at war now. I'm pretty sure if you go over there right now, ask some soldiers, um, do you know why you're even really here? Bush is out, you do know that, right? Oh, what, Bush is out, what? Damn, how long have I been over here? You see what I'm saying? <laughs> do you see where I'm going, Renegade Nation? A lot of people are so brainwashed, they don't really understand, or they don't get it, or he doesn't know what he's talking about. Read it, this is deep, very deep. But these are the things that they don't wanna talk about. So as long as these three-fifths, because as they say, they supposedly abolished it, no, 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 no. If that was the case, all these different amendments that were created, when that was still in effect as the three-fifths clause, should have been rewritten with this group or this ethnicity in mind. They should have thought about these other races when they were creating the rest of these amendments. So you just added three new rules, huh? What about all the other rules that were created when these people were known as three-fifths of a person? You don't really kind of, was that too much, Music Mike? Is this too much for you to understand? Now do you really see, well, or why I want something different? I want something new. I don't want to see police kill young black people anymore. I'm sorry. I'm just being honest. I don't want to see it. So a prison reform or doing, that's not going to help at this point. Protesting is not going to help. Beating cops up, burning cars is not going to help. It is time to step out this box that we have been put in for our whole lives. You know what the difference is? You know why some people are so scared of really moving on to this way of living? If it's a different way of living so far as the socialism? Opposed to living in the past, help me create the future. Let's create the future together as one, as a society, as people. Don't be scared because you've been living the same way and this is how you grew up and no, oh, it's been working for us for 100. No, no, I'm tired of that. That, get, that gets old after a while. This is new, you're gonna have to face it. I hate change, everybody hates change, but at some purpose and some point in your life, it's gonna have to happen. Again, my name is E.G. the Urban Scholar, and you are listening to Renegade Talk Las Vegas. I just want to say this, and then I still don't want to leave. I still want to keep going on and on. I could be here for days talking about this subject. You see how detrimental and how real this is to me and how bad I take it? It's not just about a protest. It's not about just, yeah, prison reform. No, I'm not saying none of that. 
I'm going down to the major core key point and factor of how we got here as a society and as people. And if you don't understand that, then I don't know what to tell you. I'm gone. Blunt. Do you like to be blunt? Absolutely. We don't sugarcoat shit. Listen Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 12 noon Pacific Standard Time. You'll hear things you've never heard before. Renegade Talk Radio. The Internet's home for Motown, soul, and great rock and roll. SkyPilotRadio.com.